The year is 2020. The world has been turned upside down. What? And couples all over on a global scale are all of a sudden finding themselves together 24-7. How do they do it? Let's find out. Find out now. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome to The Couple Shift. I'm Maria Leandra. And I'm Jules. And we are a husband and wife team on a mission to shift the way we live our lives and co-create what really matters. We don't always agree, but together we're figuring it out. Thank you for joining us. We're so glad you're here. All right, babe. So this is exciting. Yeah. So um, to you, beautiful listener, we have a special treat today. We are... Um, interviewing another couple and the reason why is because Jules and I are starting a bit of an interview series around how couples are um, shifting in this new normal so it's it's a series where you're going to hear from other couples who are maybe entrepreneurs maybe they are podcast hosts themselves and we're going to kick things off with Elizabeth and Michael you're going to get to meet them in a second they are absolutely wonderful and it's exciting right boo Absolutely. Yeah. So let's do it. Michael and Elizabeth are the hosts of Marriage Talks, a real, authentic, and relatable podcast about how to thrive in your marriage. They've been together for 13 years and have been married for eight and a half years. They have three beautiful children, ages five, three, and one. Michael works as a physical therapist, and Elizabeth is a stay-at-home mom and homeschool teacher by day. Their passion is to help other married couples have fun and meaningful communication so they can enjoy the best parts about being together. Hello, Michael and Elizabeth. How are you guys? Hi, we're great. We're so happy to be here. We're so excited. (laughs) Before we get started, um, I wanted to mention something that I forgot to mention. Do you know how I found out about you guys at PodFest? I didn't tell you this. So I saw your business card on a table. I never <gasps> thought that business cards actually work. And I literally just saw it. I'm like, marriage podcast. Oh, I got to find these people. I swear to God. I, I Yeah. I didn't want to tell you that before. So yeah, That's cool. I literally just found it on the table. And I was like, oh man, I think these people will be perfect. Let me go find them. <laughs> and that was awesome. kind of the party. I literally just found it there. No one had told me or anything. So, so it works. It definitely works, I guess. You so know how now those... we definitely have business card. Well, I know. I didn't have my business card. I card. didn't have my business cards. <laughs> we were so close them. to not buying those. Like, yeah. It was like, well, you know, we, they have the thing where you can share on each other's phones through the app. Maybe we don't That's need to spend awesome. the money, but man, they were great. Like, I just felt good throwing them out there. And then you come back two hours later and they're all gone. It's like, maybe we got a few subscribers. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah, man, I I literally just saw it there. I was like, oh, okay, and the, and yeah. that was the night of the party, and then I found you guys. So it was it was pretty funny. It was this how that happened. I'm I love that. So story. glad that it you know that it came to fruition. You know, yeah, but yeah. So so Michael and Elizabeth, I mean, thank you so much for being on. We're so so excited to do this. This is the first interview we're hosting from home, um, and it's really really cool. The, the other day, Jules and I were talking about how, you know, with everything that's happening right now, hashtag like, you know, the new all normal. the craziness, the new normal. We were talking about how awesome it would be to interview other couples who are podcasting together, who are doing, you know, who are sharing their voice and their message and really talk about what they're experiencing throughout the journey. So 
I love the little bio that we read. You guys are awesome. I'd love to hear in your own voice, like a little bit more about where you're from and what brought you to create your, your podcast together. You want to take it? Um, well, we, we've been throwing around the idea of a podcast for a long time. And we had the, we actually had the microphone for a year and a half, I think before we even started anything. (laughs) And we were just like, you know, life happens and got pregnant and with the third and it's like, well, I, I have no energy to start anything now. (laughs) (laughs) And so we just, I think we just were like, you know what, we're going to do it. And um, we've always had a passion to really help equip other couples to have an excellent marriage. And, um, and I think too, we were also trying to find um, a podcast that we enjoyed listening to that was about marriage. And we couldn't really find anything, of course, before we met you guys, because we love your podcast. Um, but we, we weren't finding anything, you know, it just like, it wasn't really for us. And we're like, well, you know what? then we need to get in the space and we need to do a podcast. And so that's kind of how the podcast started. Um, But we live on the East coast of Florida and loving it here. And I'm from um, here. And so it's home for me, but I mean, we met so many years ago. uh, Yeah. We met in college at university of Georgia. So she was going there with a dance degree and I was doing um, exercise science and we met through our church group and I actually met her brother who played in the, the band and I'd ran the sound team. So met her brother, then got to know her, her through her brother. And I was like, Hey man, uh, I'm going to date your sister. So <laughs> <laughs> Luckily you cool with it. We're still great friends to this day. So it worked out. Yes. That's awesome. Well, we quickly just, I want to say we, we met uh, in a karaoke bar. Yes, we did. Yes. That's awesome. My 30th birthday. On her 30th birthday. So I knew I already knew how old she was before I even met her. Mm -hmm. He was a lot younger. He is a lot younger. younger. Come on. I'm five years younger. I am five. Well, four four years. Yeah. So so yeah. Yeah. Um and I think and we had our engagement party at that karaoke Mm -hmm. bar. Yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. And then we had karaoke at the wedding. And then we had karaoke at the wedding. (laughs) Of course. That is awesome. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got to unearth some of that video and oh my. Put, put it somewhere. Visible. We are not good karaoke <laughs> singers, okay? So yes, let's... we are. Come on, babe. It's that, all about the performance. That's what that that better. karaoke singers say. It's all about the performance. Um, so um, how are you guys navigating this new normal? <laughs> let's get it, right to it. <laughs> it. It is. It's tough. Um Like he's still working with people and that's the hard thing for me. Um, If he were home, I would feel so much more at peace, but um, him still being out and about um, treating patients and stuff, that's been hard for me because I'm like, he could be treating somebody who has coronavirus and he could come, you know, bring it into our house. And there's just a lot of um, fear with that. Um, and anxiety. And so I just try, I was like, okay, well now our, our routine has to change. Like we need to amp up, um, you know, how we, like when he comes home, so he leaves all of his work clothes in the garage and he hops straight in the shower. Um, just I always to- have to make sure I close the garage door before I do that though. <laughs> oh wait, do you do it like a naked sprint? Well, no, no, not the garage? Really. <laughs> 
<laughs> Close the door Kids and then down, like... down, to, down to skivvies and then running down naked the <laughs> It's a very exciting time. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just kind of like, uh, there's obviously things that we can't control. And so, there, but there are things at home that we can and what are those things? And the, one of those things is just to kind of wash, like literally wash the day off um, and just making sure that we can be as clean as we can in the house. Um, so that's been the adjustment for me. And that's that's affected my sleep and um, just trying to be as open with Michael as I can about that. Like, you know, I'm really struggling today. I really need some I don't know, send me some funny video or say something funny because I need to get my mind off of it type of thing. Um, so that's been hard for me. Yeah. And for me, just not really having the options of doing stuff like, you know, the day to day can get a little bit stale. And then, you know, you usually before all this happened, you could go to the zoo on the weekend or go out to a restaurant to kind of break things up and have just kind of a unique experience. So that's kind of been taken away a little bit and um it's it's it wears you down a little bit so just trying to trying to have peace with the little things at home that are still unique in their own way even though they all happen here so just trying to take take advantage of those little things yeah one of the things that i think is really important right now and you guys being a couple who's very much about really communicating with with each other, not only between you, but also through the podcast, through that beautiful message that you're, you know, you're showing up in such truth is, you know, there's so many couples out there right now who are facing this completely new routine of just all of a sudden everybody's in the house. Some people are in complete lockdown where yep. you're not leaving 24 seven. And you know, one of the things that I thought was so important to, to talk about is that and because our podcast is called The Couple Shift, little did we know that so many couples would be shifting so radically at yeah. this moment in time. So, I mean, we we experienced that yeah. before this, happened, yes. right, because I stopped teaching um, and I, I basically became full time employee for my wife or with four. Important distinction. Hey, yeah. right to your wife. Words matter. Yeah. Words definitely do matter. Sure do. Yeah. They absolutely do. <laughs> so, and I always mess that up. You know? So, yes, working with my wife. And so we began to experience that where we were always together. At least, I mean, you right now you're not at that point where you have to still lead to work. Um, uh, but it definitely, it, it definitely was a growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah. A, a crazy change. Yeah, I remember us. when we were faced with that because our transition is like, well, first I was laid off and then I was home. He was still working. And then eventually as the business began to, you know, start and thrive, we made the decision for it to shift that completely. And the first few weeks of us living, you know, being together all day long was yeah. like, at first, I remember it was really exciting. You're we like, oh, my God, we're going to go to the gym and then we're going to go have some coffee. And we're going to go to this. And, and, and then, then after like, like a week and a half of I that, it was space. like, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to drop. And then I remember one point because we were both dropping off Skylar together. We were both yep. going to the gym and we were both going to this and all that stuff. And then one morning I was like, I'm going to drop off Skylar and I need some time in the car and that's it. by myself. <laughs> and then and then that kept softening. And we found we found our flow. And as yeah. I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so many couples that were just like thrown like, into thrown this. Into That's this. it. You're going no to have to choice. stay. 
because we knew what we were, what we were opting into. And so many people out there right now, like globally are, are all of a sudden like coupling together at a whole new level. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing that helped us was the fact that our communication with, between each other. And I feel like a lot of uh, married couples and, and couples in general, uh, they hold a lot of things back from each other. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem. Yeah. And if you're going to be stuck living together, I mean, not living together, but you already are living yeah. together. But if you're going to be stuck all day together, not having that escape of going to work or going somewhere else or doing your own thing, mm-hmm. man, that's going to be very difficult for you to be able to adjust to the lifestyle mm-hmm. right now that we're in. So you something know? you said earlier, Elizabeth, I loved is how you're being very conscious of communicating with Michael, like what you're feeling, what you're going through, what you're moving through. So talk a little bit about that from your guys' perspective and from the, you know, from the point of view, what matters to you guys to share with other couples out there in terms of communication and in terms of having a marriage that's thriving no matter what happens and how this is actually an opportunity for your marriage to thrive in a different way too. Yeah. Um, I tend to be an over communicator. Um, <laughs> so Elizabeth, I have no clue. <laughs> I tend to be an under communicator. Uh-huh, sure. Woman of few words. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and I sister, you and I. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. So Michael's like, okay, babe, I, I heard you. Thank you. I heard you. Um, yeah, I, I see you. you. Said that in four <laughs> different ways, but I get the point. Yes. So, <laughs> so communicating for me is not um, difficult. I think when it comes to maybe my insecurities being like a a type A perfectionist, communicating those things where I feel like I failed, I've had to learn over the years that Michael is not here to judge me and to say like, how dare you fail at this? He's like, I want to help you succeed in whatever it is that you're struggling with. And that's why, you know, we cherish our vows. We're together. We're in it to win it, babe. (laughs) Um, So really being intentional about um, sharing those insecurities or those anxieties or those fears before my mind just takes over. And, you know, if those anxieties get a foothold, man, they're just going to run wild. So I have to be proactive. I've learned, um, over the years, cause I've made a lot of mistakes with that. I've learned to be proactive in fighting against that. And, um, and we talk throughout the day constantly. And so, it's kind of just like it, the the phone lines essentially are always open for us. So we um, just share little things here and there. And, um, you know, Michael's having a tough day. He's like, babe, it's just, it's, it's a tough day for me. Um, and I know in that moment, he's not looking for me to solve the problem. He just wants me to comfort him. Um, and I think in this time, what I've had to learn because I'm like, I want to find the most efficient way to do things. I want to get it done. I want to, you know, I want to move on, load the dishwasher this way. And so early on, I had to learn, um, you know, he's not going to load the dishwasher the same way I am. And that's okay. The dishes will be in there and they will get cleaned. And so it's just letting go of, of my preference because it's, I can't, shove that on him and then expect him to follow through with that. He's always going to be set up for failure. It's that would just be silly. Um, so I think in this, this time where couples are spending a lot more time together, like you guys were saying earlier, you need to find that thing that you need to do on your own. 
to kind of like refresh your mind and your, your, your spirit, like, okay, now I can, I can move forward in today. Um, so like finding that maybe one thing, like, you know, maybe it's like read a book for an hour by yourself or, you know, whatever that is, I think individually, because there's, there's a lot of great recharge in that. Um, but also like lovingly share with your spouse, I'm really needing some time by myself, or I would really love to have this kind of activity with you right now. Like just talking, talking it through, um, because the things that we don't say, um, it can turn into like maybe a bigger problem or like, I can't believe he's encroaching on my space. Like he may not know that he's in on my space. He might just want to be next to me. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I just, I think having that open, that open dialogue is just so key. Like you said, a lot of couples hold things back and this is a really great time to, to say, like be intentional and say, okay, we're going to be spending a lot of time together. Maybe we should practice our talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> any I've, thoughts Michael yeah. <laughs> yeah um so I think up until as things were kind of becoming clear that this was going to be a bit of a long haul process like weeks to months um I would say I was dealing with it pretty well kind of trying to be the strong face for the family like I wanted to be everyone's rock and there was a, a moment last weekend when I was at Home Depot and all that kind of came crashing down in my face where I was shopping for some PVC and I kept having other people really close to me. And I just felt so nervous. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you have. And you are so close to me right now. Are you not aware of the social distancing? And I literally, I've, I've never really had any anxiety issues. It's not something I'm very familiar with, but I, I just couldn't be there anymore. Like I, I gotta go. This is crazy. Couldn't even think through the piping that I needed to build. It's like my brain short-circuited. And I realized, I went out to the car, I called her immediately and was like, I am way more strung out on this thing than I thought I was. Um, I'm going to come home and I'm going to put this thing on the shelf and we're going to just chill at home today. But um, it was so helpful to me because I, I had no idea I was struggling so badly. But by opening up to her, she was like, no, 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 none of this stuff matters. Like the, the, the yard pump doesn't matter at all. Like come home, chill with us. Let's, you know, eat something and just kind of hang out and talk. And that, that helped me a ton. It's, I haven't had any issues since then, just kind of needed a little reset. And she was a good catalyst for that. Yeah. I mean, I felt that just walking our dog, cause we still got to walk our dog. We have a little park in the back of our house and and it's one of those things that you go out there and there's a kid that wants to pet the dog. I'm like, I don't want you to pet my dog. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that way. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's like, you don't know. You really don't know. And uh, that's the, yeah. I think the scariest part about it. Yeah. And so we and don't realize you. it until we're in it. And I was like, hold on, hold, hold, you know, yeah. every starts, everything starts hitting you. Yeah. And thank you for sharing it that way, because I'm sure a lot of other guys out there are probably experiencing the same thing. It's like, you know, that sense of wanting to keep the family safe and grounded and just very like be the, you know, be the rock for everyone. And this is an an unprecedented time where nobody really knows exactly what they're doing, except like the next right thing, like whatever is the next thing that, you know, I, it's like, I, I've, I've been saying in my recordings throughout the the past couple of weeks, it's like, we're all playing in this community playground. So we want to play safe. And so, and, 
nobody nobody knows what's going to happen, what the future looks like. And so we get to focus on what's happening right now. And I'm sure for guys, I'm glad you brought that up because you and I hadn't even talked about it that deeply, no. babe, like what you're experiencing as sort of, no, no, you no. know, the, the anchor in the house um, and what you're feeling. We've talked about it here and there, but. But yeah, but you've noticed that I've been a little bit nervous. Or, or yeah. Little, well, yeah, yeah. You know, worried about certain things. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's just because of the, the communication we already have. Yeah. Right. Just like you guys. So it, it's, it's a lot of couples out there. They're probably going through that and they're just the husband or the wife is just is just not saying anything about it. They're just keeping it in. And then it boils over with maybe to bring back to the dishes. All of a sudden they look at the dishes is like, why are you doing it wrong? And you're like, (laughs) oh, what happened here? Like, what's going on? Why are you freaking out on me? And it's because it's been boiled up. They haven't communicated and that it's like a pressure cooker. Right. And so all you keep putting stuff in there, you keep putting stuff in there and it builds pressure, builds pressure. And all of a sudden it just blows on something stupid like. You know, you didn't take the dog out or you didn't do this or that. And you're like, what's the real story? And it's just because mm-hmm. how communication is so important, especially yeah. in these times. What do you think are some of the silver linings that you're experiencing as a couple through this time? Yeah, personally, like in this crazy new normal. <laughs> um, so we were talking about this earlier. And the one thing that came to mind was we're always complaining about the fact that we don't have any time. We're like, I don't have any time. I don't have the time. The time is flying by with my kids. And now we've been given the gift of time. Mm -hmm. And I want to be very careful that I'm not complaining about the time, Uh, like spending the time, you know what I mean? Because I just hear like, oh, more time at home. It's like, this is great. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm at home. Like I get to, I get to sit and not rush you know, a meal or like feel like I got to go to all these like birthday parties or events or, you know, whatever it is that life was before this because Mm -hmm. everything stopped. And it's like, now the connection is just so much more intentional and you almost feel like you're so much more present. Um, I I love seeing the people sitting out on their porches and I'm like, wait, what year is this? Like, this is crazy. Like, I, I love that. It's that super intentional time, which has been such a blessing. So amazing. It's a whole reset. It's it, it's yeah. a whole reset of a, that kind of life. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, we see that in the park. That park by our, our home is never used. And in the afternoon at six o'clock, you're like, man, there's so many families out mm-hmm. here. Yeah. It's also like, uh, but stay away. Yeah. Just a little bit. Everybody's yeah. playing playing pretty cool though except the random little kid that has no idea and yeah comes running at you and you're like oh hi oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so you take yeah. a little ice on you're like stay away yeah yeah six feet six feet yeah no today i saw um the park was fairly empty i went with skylar and nova and then there was this teenage girl who was just sitting like on the bank of the river just the most like peaceful and i'm like when do you ever see that the bank, it's a, it's a lake, not a river. I'm sorry, way. I said river, didn't I? Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. It sounded you, so exotic. You, you pulled it out of like a book or something. Yeah, yeah it's just. A, yes, it's, it's a, a very small river. It's a tiny man-made river. I said river again. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, she really wants to live by a river. <laughs> Apparently, I'm manifesting life man- by a river. A river, yes. A lake, got lake, it. Lake, lake. Understood. Uh, yeah. So a teenager. <laughs> Sitting by the bank of a lake. There you go. (laughs) 
and it was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you see that a lot. Mm -hmm. You've been seeing that a lot. And it's that, I love what you said. It's that intentional time. It's that like being super present. I find it with everything, even, you know, us making meals at home, you know, we're, we're kind of like a half and half, like meals in meals out kind of family, you know, we're sort of, I'm not a huge fan of the kitchen. And now all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, I'm actually enjoying, you know, making things like before I'd enjoy it every now and again, it's like a special thing, but now it's like, it just feels like there's this different flow and, um, it's really beautiful. Yeah. 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 My hope is that with all of this kind of being forced on us and having all these changes kind of back to a simpler time, whenever yeah. things do normalize, you know, if they do normalize to the same way, I hope we don't forget these kind of little moments of like, yeah, it was pretty sweet when I got to spend a lot more time with my wife, with my kids and like get to know them a lot better for like two weeks. And then, you know, you don't want to just go back to work and just like, ah, whatever, same old, same old. I hope it sticks around. Yeah. I saw this um, really, somebody sent me this really beautiful, it was like from a father's point of view, like 15 years in the future, the father's point of view that said, oh yeah, that time was so scary and this and that and all these like, you know, fearful things. And like asking the son, don't you remember like you were whatever, eight years old and the son, what it's written is like, yeah, I remember spending a lot of time with you guys and, you know, building like pillow forts and, you know, not having to go to school. It was actually really the best times that yeah. I ever remember. Of my I, life. I'm sure that's the, the view of the kids and the dogs too. And, the dogs. Yeah. The dog, yeah. The dog I don't have to be in are, the kennel. I don't have to be in the kennel. Are you kidding me? This is yeah. great. But it's yeah. such a great, um, you know, just way to keep perspective and everything it something like this happens and it just amplifies what really matters so it it brings you that much closer and with so much clarity with everything else that doesn't matter that just falls away you know when nothing is when nothing is certain then you really know what your priorities are and that's really really powerful lesson and gift for for everyone at this time too yes i agree yeah all right, so let's get down. You kind of mentioned it a little bit in the beginning about the dishwasher and how you organize your dishwasher. <laughs> and I understand that you've already you've you've come to peace with the way Michael organizes it, but or has she? Or has she? But, <laughs> or yeah, I like how you said organize it. I don't know if that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you know, as you may heard, I mean, I have plenty of pet peeves <laughs> that we have with each other. Um, what are some of your other pet peeves besides the dishwasher? Oh, I know. I just and, and, and they have come out. Really. Yeah, they've been like, like they really have been ex- like, like extra juicy. This amplified time. now. Like, amplified. Like, so I've got one that I couldn't think of this earlier. I was like, I don't really know, like pet peeves. I'm not really it's sure. Perfect. And um, I, was like, I know. I know. <laughs> it, it took it took being live on air. I was like, oh yeah, I've got one. So we have <laughs> we have one bath mat that you you know get out of the shower and you step out. And if you're the last one, if you're the second one to take a shower, you put the thing back on the edge of the the shower so it'll dry. But if right. you're the first one, you sh- especially if the other person's just about to go in after you, leave it there. It's it's nice to not have to pull it off. I told her today, I was like, I swear sometimes you're trying to troll me with this bath mat because <laughs> I'm literally said, all right, I'm going to get in the shower right after you and it's put up. But you always forget when you're second, I'll wake up the next day and it's still down there. It's like, it's like I think you're messing with me now. 
So yeah. it's not something I really noticed a whole lot before, but lately it's like, wow, this happens uh, a lot. I don't even know that I'm doing it. It's kind of like, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have experienced this when you're like, you're driving to work and you're like, how did I get here? Cause mm. yeah. such muscle memory. That's yeah. what it is. And I'm like, honey, I did not even realize that I put it up. I will try to be aware of that. <laughs> I don't like the dishes. What did what again do you mean with what dishes? dishes? No, but my dishes, our dishes. I know, I know. Dishwasher. I'm saying again because you you brought this I up did bring last it up, episode. But it's kind of the same way. I'm sorry. It really I, is. It's really a trigger for you because huh? it happened today again. There were so many forks and knives in the dish in the in the, in the sink in the sink. Like I'm going crazy. Uh, in the sink, and I'm like, this was just from river? today in the river. <laughs> this was just from today. How is it possible that we have this many forks and knives dirty right here? And I had done breakfast and I had cleaned it up because I. When I cook, it's like I cook and I'm kind of a little OCD, especially in the kitchen. I clean up right after. I just, I, just, I can't. I can't. It has and to be clean. I do not. Eh, she does not. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, I'm like, they're going to get clean. And then he actually gets all dramatic. Like I never yeah. do the dishes, which is completely false. Well, I mean, that's what happens, right? Like, and it's then like, it's like, well, then they're never going to get done. I'm like, of course they're going to get done. I just get so frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. the little things sometimes. But we definitely say it because in the past, it would have been something like, especially when we had issues communication with, uh, mm-hmm. communicating with each other, um, that would have been something that I would have just been like, just take it in yeah, and then just blow up later on something stupid just yeah. because I was so frustrated. Oh, was yeah, like, you yeah. just did this. Ditto. You know? Ditto. Ditto. Yeah. That's something that we've always, that we've had in the past uh, an issue with. And it all goes back to what we started this conversation about, which is communication between each other. Mm-hmm. How vital it is. So, Elizabeth, anything else? Um, I know you got some stuff. Well, I think really really, what relaxes me on pet peeves is that a lot of times everybody's thinking about themselves. And I do it, too. I'm thinking about, like, what I need in the moment, and that's just usually what happens. But the fact that we, the fact that we have three kids and a dog, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, like, I'm always trying to, like, play catch up and it just never it never happens but we have had an ongoing i will say discussion about doing the dishes in a timely manner because i don't mind there being dirty dishes in the kitchen but when the dirty dishes last for days yeah that's when i'm like my skin starts to crawl yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm like honey Let's just put a pause on whatever it is that we want to do and just clean the kitchen, please. I'm dying. But the arrangement is like I do the laundry because I like to do the laundry and it's immediate gratification. Like they're clean, fold them, put them away. And then he does the dishes because I don't really care for it. But I, I will do it if, you know, he's overwhelmed with, you know, whatever it is that he might have on his plate at the time. But um I have to remind myself, okay, he gives me grace because one of our couches has laundry all over it right now. (laughs) And so I need to give him a little grace with the dishes because life has been just a little wonky. And so it's, I I try to, I try to not let that like, just do the dishes kind of attitude because I'm like, well, he could come at me and say, would you just put the laundry away? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Instead of going to the closet for work pants, I'll sometimes go to the blue couch first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're accessible there. Yeah. I feel like one of the things that we, what we've discussed before is like, I'm always worrying about something around. Mm-hmm. Like I just have like this radar going off all the time. I'm worried about, Oh, there's a dog taken out. Did, uh, did, 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 did Skylar mm-hmm. brush his teeth? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, all the and I'm always constantly thinking about that, and it's not that she's not. It's just that it's one of those things of yeah. It's not your focus, or I guess. Yeah, or, I got. I got to share a quick story about yeah. the last time. Thankfully, we don't get um, traffic tickets often. I can't oh remember the time gosh. before the last one, but anyway. Yes. He made. We were dropping off Skylar at school, and this and it's this teeny tiny road next to the school. Nobody ever stops at this particular stop sign. Nobody. There's no. It doesn't. But make of any course, sense. so one day they have cops like parked right around the corner. So he stopped for like a microsecond, passed by. The cop stopped us, and. You know, the the guy's doing his thing. I was just livid. I was just pissed. Jules was like next level. And I'm calm. She's calm as a cucumber. Calm as a cucumber. At her like- and he looks at me when the cop like went to the back to get our tag or whatever. He goes, I'm I what did you say? You were like, you were like, why are you so calm? It pisses, it pisses, like, it pisses, it pisses me, me off. Me that off you're so that calm. You're so calm. <laughs> and I'm like, do you realize what you just said? It pisses me off that you're so calm. I'm like, um, it, it was not like we had anything like um, that we were concerned about in that sense, but it was just I was so mad that this guy pulled me over for something so. But that that moment encapsulates a lot of what happens in the dynamic yeah. between Jules and I because, yeah. and I'm my mind is working all the time, like I am always on something, but my my thoughts are in sort of you know, different things. Um, I'm more of a visionary, so it's like I zoom out a lot, and so that means that I'm not a lot of times not very present to things that it that really, really matter to him. I know they will get done. I trust they will get done. Yeah. So sometimes that means like the dishes or laundry or the dog taken out or right. brushing sky. Like, yeah, like little things that like, he's like on it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, happen. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And you know, he gets like all like flustered. And I'm like or did, did did I close the door, babe? Did I close the door? Like, oh, you know. but that's my OCD. I have this thing where I I'll, did I lock I'll, the door. I'll I'll leave, we'll leave the house and I'll lock it and I'll get in the car. I'm like, did I lock it? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah you did. Does she know? No, is she fine and cool about it? <laughs> she's cool with that. If me, I would be like, if if she said yes and I didn't believe her, I would literally start driving, and then stop, and I'm like, I'm going back and <laughs> the door. Same, like this. same. Yeah. Like, are you sure? Did you lock the door? Are you sure? Yeah. Let's, let's go get it. Let's go get eyes on it. Let's make sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I say it's my. It's the my my dad and me because that's how my dad was, and it's one of those things. Like, she, mm-hmm. she never. She's she keeps a calm, cool head. Mm-hmm. But it, that stop that uh traffic ticket. Yeah. I didn't need you to. Be, I didn't like. I literally didn't want her to be calm. I wanted her to be mad at the situation too with me. Like almost like you need to be with me in this because I am not feeling. In the best yeah, of mood right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. Did so you- as we as we wrap up, um, any any final thoughts from you guys yeah. in terms of uh, I don't know messages that you want to share or anything that's in your heart right now? Mm. I I think I think now is a really great time for uh, couples who might be, whether or not they're struggling, but to just kind of go back to the basics of a relationship. Um, You know, we've been talking about communication, like being good at communicating just does not happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So now that we've been given the gift of time, we can talk to each other and just talk about even the silliest of things. I had to, I had to get comfortable with 
um, from the beginning sharing like something that I thought was like dumb or insignificant, like just sharing it anyway, um, whether it's like a, a minuscule win um, or that I thought he would be like, you know, why are you sharing that with me? Um, but he was like, you know, that's awesome. That's great that that happened. Like we're here for each other and communicating and going back to the basics of, of being a couple um, and not complicating it. Like we are in a time right now where life is not complicated, like at home, you know, for people who are healthy and staying home, that's, that's all you got to do is stay home, get food Mm -hmm. and just keep feeding your body. Like, you know, so we've, we've removed so many distractions and I think it's a really great time to just go back to the basics with, with your spouse. Um, Just, I think it's just a really great time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, when you, you hear a lot from couples who are really struggling, either like separation or near divorce, and you say, like, what what happened? You say, well, we, we just grew apart. It's like, well, now you have to be <laughs> in the house together. Like, it's a good chance to, like, just kind of sit there and think about what made you fall in love in the first place. Because there was something there that you may have forgotten about, and this is just a perfect time to, you know, play games together do something fun, do something out of the ordinary because everything is out of the ordinary right now. It's all new. It's all different. So it can be an exciting time if you just kind of rethink it. And Jules, like you were saying, hit the reset button and come at it with a new mindset. Yeah. And I was actually telling Michael earlier, I was like, the great thing about, you know, a marriage is that you're on the same team together. So you're not, you're not on two opposing teams living in the same house, trying to fight the state of the world right now. Like you're a team. So you can come up with a game plan, work together. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about, about that. Um, because it, it, we, you know, at the beginning of our marriage, we, we had a lot of friction with, um, having like approaching something as a team and it all comes down to communication and making compromise and recognizing that this relationship, the, the marital relationship is, is more important than saying, well, this is how I want to attack it. And my way is best. And it's like, well, no, let's, let's preserve the the marriage. And then, and then we'll tackle what comes our way. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. And I think what you said is like, you're, there's no right way to figure out the communication. It's just, just start it. Yeah. It's just yeah. it. and it, and it will, like you said, Michael, uh, about you fell in love. At, at one point, you guys were madly in love with each other, you know. Uh, so it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can't go back to that, you know. And and it just it, it's just a matter of just communicating with yeah. each other and talking with each other. Yeah, and I so love vital. the the idea of in terms of a prompt. It's sort of like I always love giving people something to like take away. When you said Elizabeth earlier about. You know, it's just as simple as sitting down with your partner and saying, okay, so we're in this crazy time together and maybe we've never had a conversation like this before, but why don't we go there now and be, and be honest. And, and that's the thing I've honesty sounds like, oh, it's so cliche, but really truly like open up to that vulnerability and authenticity of saying, you know, I'm scared to have this conversation with you. I know it's maybe new territory for us because we're kind of like two, sh- you know, would they say two ships in the night to like pass each other here and there, yeah, especially when yeah. to everybody, you know, there's jobs in the way and all the kids and everything, all of a sudden it just slows down. So just sit down and go, okay, here we are. And now what? 
uh, and be open to that. It's a time of a lot of, um, everybody's cracked open. Everybody's like very raw, um, because we're all moving through so much that we don't understand. So it's actually a beautiful time to set the intention to really collaborate with each other and co-create with each other. Like, like we never have before. Yeah. That's awesome. It's perfect. Yeah. So where, where can everybody find you guys? Give us your, so the podcast and where we can follow you on the socials. <laughs> no, that one's going to be for uh. you. Cause I, al- I always try it at the end of our recordings and I mess it up every time. <laughs> well, I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> so the podcast is marriage talks. Um, it's a, picture of Michael and I holding hands says marriage talks and um, on Instagram where marriage talks podcast and um, on Facebook um, you can search marriage talks podcast and we're there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that was awesome guys. I I hope to have you. I hope, I hope we can have you guys on again sometime. So please. And we want you on ours. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. we do. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Thank you so, so, so much for this. It was an absolute pleasure to chat with both of you this evening. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Totally.